Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about sexuality from controversy or controversy. Um, recorded in spring and summer of 1981 with overdubs on the 14th to 23rd of August 1981 with much of the, the rest of the album. Most of it was recorded at the Kiowa Trail home and the overdubs were done at Sunset Sound, which of course, you know, Prince had recorded his first two albums mostly there. The album was released on the 14th of October uh, 1981. Um, it's just Prince by himself on this uh, on this song, um, doing all the all the different instruments, the bass, the guitar, the drums, um, and joining me today to talk about this uh, track is returning guest Noah McMullen. Hello, Noah. Hi, how's it going? And I should say that uh, this song is only four minutes twenty, not a very long song. Um, it was put as a B-side for the 12 inch of 1999 uh, in a couple of years time. Um, or should I say, like, I, well, yeah, I, the single for 1999, once I get to that, you'll, you can hear me list off all the times it was released as a single. <laughs> because it was released so many times and re-released so many times before it kind of eventually kind of like charted and Warner Bros. finally... It was a real finally... uh, goose that laid the golden egg situation type of well, thing. Well, so Sexuality itself was the final single released off Controversy. But then it was used as a B-side for 1999. One of the many releases of 1999. Mm-hmm. Controversy itself, uh, edited down, was the B-side. And in Australia, I Want to Be Your Lover was the B-side. Uh, once again, Warner Brothers going back strange. and taking... Well, they did this a lot. Um, uh-huh. Going back and taking an album track from a previous album putting it as yeah. a B-side. The practice dies out after 1999 when Prince finally starts writing b-sides and they kind of give him the money to do more than just record album tracks basically i struggle once again for i don't know like the 20th 30th time how many how many tracks we're in to define a genre for this song but i would say it's kind of it's kind of like um it's kind of like a protest song in a weird way yeah it's like this up-tempo funky protest song sort of thing yeah he's talking about yeah. how the, like the ills of the world and the thing is of course it starts with prince doing these kind of like I don't know if you'd say trademark, but um, kind of trademark screams. Uh-huh. Uh, and almost, it sounds like he's actually sampled that scream because he just repeats a few times as the, as the kind of the beat builds up, doesn't it? So yeah. you have you have you have this. Then the bass riff kind of comes in, and then you get a little bit of like a, a kind of like chicken scratch guitar coming in, <laughs> and then you have this drum machine which has almost like a whip sound to it. Is how I is how it sounds to me. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a strange. Um, I guess like the, the the instruments are kind of just everything is very odd on its own, and then they kind of work all together, which yeah. is kind of an interesting way to set up a track. I think each part of it does sound kind of odd. If you just to listen to the Prince doing his scream, which is how the song starts, by the way, just straight away mm-hmm. into the scream. That's the start of the song. You know, when the bass starts to come in, it's kind of got this. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but it it kind of goes like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like that just goes through the whole song. Like the, the it's like an interesting way that Prince kind of builds this up before we even get any lyrics. Mm-hmm. You kind of get like a minute of the, just this kind of build and then Prince comes in with the with the lyrics um mm-hmm. and, but it's just a yeah it's it's kind of it's very kind of um, experimental almost the, the kind of the different sounds that Prince is using. And this is you know, obviously the first few albums, there was a lot of kind of like different polymoogs and different keyboards. And there was a lot of kind of production which kind of drowned in in, in all these different types of um, synthesizers. Whereas here, this is a bit, not as spare as Dirty Mind, but a bit more produced. Um, but the experimentation is kind of something that Prince is obviously getting into when he's, when he's given a bit more freedom in the studio. 
Mm-hmm. The studio here, of course, just being like one of the bedrooms in his house, basically. Oh, yeah. But Prince by himself kind of just, you know, coming up with this scream and then kind of looping that and then adding in this bass riff and then looping that and then putting some guitar over the top. And it does feel... It feels like a Prince kind of experimentation, doesn't it? I mean, that's that's what it sounds like to me. Kind of reminds me of uh, some of the stuff off of Sign of the Times in certain ways, like in, yes. in the, the the structure yeah. of it is around this like central drum machine or bass groove, and then he's building from there, kind of. I would say I would say that is true. Yeah, I'd say it's kind of reminiscent of the kind of the stuff that he did for um, Sign of the Times, at least the stuff that he did solo on Sign of the Times. Yeah, uh, there's a the, yeah Sign of the Times is made up from a lot of different sessions and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the title track itself being one of the last recording, and, and yet yeah, it is Prince by himself, just with the drum machine, basically. Um, so, yeah, I you know, it, in terms of, like, the the music on this album, this is one of my f- kind of favourites in terms of, like, that bass riff and the, the little bit of guitar and kind of the use of the drum machine. Something which, when we get to the end of the song, it just becomes drum machine and Prince, basically, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's like um, I don't even know if it's a drum machine at that point. It sounds like a it sounds like a kind of bass drum, but being played with sticks rather than being kicked. Mm. Uh, if that's if that sounds accurate, mm-hmm. I'm not really a drummer, so. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 just kind of a constant. At the end, it's a constant beat with some kind of chanting, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into these lyrics because I think the structure of the song is quite interesting. Um, you know, Prince uh, talking here about. Um, the second coming, um, but also kind of laying out this very interesting kind of proposition where he says, you know, uh, stand up, everybody. This is your life. Take me to another world. Take me tonight. And yeah. I like that he says, you don't need no money. You don't need no clothes, uh-huh. <laughs> which is a kind of very princey thing to turn it into. It's like, don't worry about money. Oh, yeah. and don't worry about your clothes. You yeah. Know? And he says, of course, the second coming, which at this point, you know, a very kind of spiritual thing. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, anything goes, which, again, is kind of a bit more carnal. Yeah. And then and then, of course, this is where we get the kind of the title, which is sexuality is all you'll ever need. And then, of course, sexuality, let your body mm-hmm. be free, which is just. And also, it's worth note as well that uh, this isn't really kind of in a falsetto, you know, up until, for the first few albums, Prince was very much in his falsetto range. And his voice here is a little bit lower uh-huh. And kind of again, almost it sounds like he's experimenting a little bit um, with singing in this lower register. It's kind of like going back and forth between the lower register and the falsetto, and those like quick transitions between the two are kind of what uh, makes this like like when he like on, on the, the the central line when he goes like knee like that yeah. thing. Is, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, he's talking about... Uh, then. Uh, I mean, the weird thing is, this is kind of like, let's go to this place where we don't need any money or clothes. You know, mm-hmm. um, sexuality is all you ever need. He never really kind of defines what that means. He just kind of says it. Good idea, but it sounds pretty good from the way that he's talking about it. <laughs> this album, although it's called Controversy, I would say that on the previous album, you know, you had songs that were more sexual, like Head and Sister, yeah. um, that c- you, that you could say were more controversial, really. Uh-huh. And on this album, he's more, he's a lot more political. Uh, obviously, we have the joy that is Ronnie Talk to Russia to Come, mm. uh, which is, you know, one of the stupidest songs Prince has ever done. Um, but we have, you know, here him talking about we need a revolution and saying that we don't need no segregation. We don't need no race. And then, of course, New Age Revelation, which is a meaningless phrase. <laughs> I think we got a case, which I think is just for the rhyme. But the fact that he's talking about segregation, obviously, you know, apartheid in South Africa being a very big um, kind of political point at this point in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of countries um, refusing to 
uh, trade with South Africa because of apartheid. You know, a lot of musicians refusing to play in South Africa because of apartheid. Mm-hmm. Those who did were looked down upon, let's put it like that, by yeah, other sure. musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's interesting that this is the this is kind of a, the point at which, in a song called Sexuality, Prince throws a line out there about segregation. Yeah. Uh, you know, which, in you know, in America, segregation had been, was, you know, long gone. I would mm. say mostly. I'm going to guess that in the 80s, there's still some... Oh, yeah. No, I mean, well, I mean, the 80s, you've got all the war on drugs stuff going on. And, and you know, like like with, with, with Reagan being in charge, I believe that there's probably an element of that as well. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, Prince says we don't need no race. Prince, of course, you know, having a, a black father and a white mother, uh-huh. uh, I can only assume growing up um, you know, as he was, um, under five foot with a, with a huge afro, um, you know, actually a basketball star, which is always an interesting <laughs> detail of Prince's high school life, but also, you know, um, a musician as well. So he's a jock and he's a, he's, you know, a musician. And it, so it feels like when he was in school, Prince was able to straddle these different worlds, you know, and obviously one of the big selling points of Prince as an artist was that he had this this kind of background in black music. Obviously, Warner Brothers for the first few years of his career pushed it mm-hmm. in really hard in the kind of black community. And he also has this crossover appeal of also um, being white. I hate the phrase, but, yeah. you know, people talk about people passing and... Mm-hmm. You know, when Prince, in the 80s, his hair, when it wasn't in an afro, his features, you know, were were kind of uh, white enough that he can be embraced by a white audience. Yeah, no, I kind of, I know what you mean. It is kind of, it's, it's hard to say, but I think that there is an element of that going on there. And I think it's yeah. interesting that Prince here talks about we don't need no race. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of almost like saying, don't bother trying to figure out what my race is because yeah. it's not really important, you know, and... Uh, this is uh, there's a few other songs where Prince kind of talks like that where he kind of not not that he ever denies his kind of his heritage he never kind of really wants to talk about it but that's uh, Prince he never wanted to talk about anything yeah, in any yeah. interviews ever but it's interesting that you know he mentions it here just as he's talking about segregation because I'm going to guess you know if Prince had born, been born 20 years earlier there would have been certain things that would have been denied to him which you know, as mm-hmm. a, a young man in the 70s, he probably actually, you know, would have been able to, particularly in a state and a city as white as Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing Prince would have stood out quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only because, obviously, he was a fantastically gifted musician, but, you know, for various other reasons. Yeah. Something that appears on the artwork for Controversy, obviously you have all these different headlines, and one is about um, new breed schools. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But Prince comes here with a chant where he says, reproduction of a new breed leader, stand up, organize. And again, the way he sings it is, I can't help but say it the way, yeah. kind of using the same meter that he, he sings it. Reproduction of a new breed leader, stand up. Yeah, it's, it's, it gets stuck in your head for sure. We're, after we've had a kind of like, you know, a couple of, you know, a verse and a chorus, basically, we're suddenly into this kind of chant. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that the chant goes matches the drums, basically. It kind of follows the drum beat. And I think it's just, it's considering this is Prince by himself doing uh-huh. all this, I think it's interesting because he kind of multi-layers that a little bit so it sounds like a bit of a crowd. Oh yeah, for sure. Kind of doing this chant. And of course he has like these little interruptions where he says, everybody, mm. as if there are other people in the room with him <laughs> recording. But it's just Prince by himself, which I think is a, a lovely little detail. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, in Prince's mind, maybe, this is thinking towards when this would be performed live. Yeah, And, you know, those little interjections of everybody and... One more time, which is, you know, 
uh, like those are there just to for when the crowd is singing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've ever seen any live versions of it, people did sing that part along quite you know loudly because uh, that's what it's designed for. Oh, I yeah. think. And then we get this really weird kind of <laughs> lecture. Yeah, this, this from section. Prince. <laughs> Which is, this is a song that kind of goes through like four different stages and it's only four minutes long and it's just really remarkable how quickly Prince does it. You know, for the first time you kind of hear Prince's talking voice mm-hmm. as he says, we leave, we live in a world overrun by tourists. A tourist. And then he says, 89 flowers on their back and despite a ton of Googling, I haven't been able to figure out what on earth. That probably means something to only Prince. <laughs> Seems like one of those kind of lyrics. And then he mentions inventors of the AccuJack. And I had no idea what this meant either until I looked <laughs> it up. The AccuJack is an actual thing which was present in the early 80s at the very least, mm-hmm. um, which is a an artificial insemination device. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like, a, like an insemination gun, basically, is what it looks yeah. like. It's used on livestock, basically, to extract um, sperm and then put it into uh, a female, I don't know, like a horse or a cow or something like that. Um, So (laughs) I don't know what Prince has against people. um, Like, I don't know. I guess he's all for natural animal copulation. I think he just wants to see farmyard animals, um, you know... (laughs) Having having natural sex? I don't know. It just it's such a weird kind of jab. This song, um, kind of, and and I mean, I don't know if you necessarily agree, but it almost feels like Prince is saying like yes to sex and no to children or no to like childbirth. I don't know. I'm not sure where you're getting the no to childbirth. I don't know. There's there's (laughs) that thing, and then it's like 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 he talks negatively about like breeding later on, which is I mean well. I don't know, but it's kind of a half-baked notion. I'll let it slide for that. <laughs> well, of course, you know, he talks about how the tourists look at life through a pocket camera. Yeah. Um, and how that there are a bunch of double drags who teach their kids that love is bad. Uh, again, I can't help but say that in the <laughs> same kind of way. Uh, and then I love that he kind of interjects with half of the staff of their brain is on vacation. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Such a great line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um... And then he brings the champ back in, but then he talks about don't let your children watch television until they know how to read. Which, of course, you know, I guess in 2017, that seems quite a quaint notion. <laughs> um, that television will basically is the, is the ill of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess now it would be don't don't give them an iPhone yeah, until yeah, don't, they don't, know how to read or something. Yeah. And that's, that, that's it. Considering Prince at this point is about 20, 22, 23, that seems like such a kind of like old man statement yeah. to be making. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the thing about the kind of like, you know, who teach their kids that love is bad, I think this is kind of like a, a, a kind of, to me, it feels like a sex education message. Yeah. And, and, and then we get a little bit of that where he talks about all their know-how is to cuss, fight, and breed. Uh-huh. Uh, which I guess that breed part means babies having babies, I guess? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, uh, well, but he's, I think this 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 part sort of uh, speaks to, like, trying to raise a generation of kids differently, you know, trying to get out of a certain cycle of, like, ignorance or what have you, you know? Yeah. And, I guess mm-hmm. it's funny because, you know, Prince rarely went political, but on this album he goes political on almost every track. Uh-huh. And a lot of the time, I have no idea kind of what his aim yeah, is. He he goes to like space politics. I don't know what he's talking about exactly, but yeah, know. it's it's kind of. But I do like kind of the what he goes. Uh, no child is bad from the beginning, and then he sings. Just the way he kind of then sings the other half of the line is quite funny. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, he's he's kind of fighting for this kind of weird nature versus nurture type thing. Yeah. Um, and and then he talks about you know they're in the company of if they're in the company of tourists, mm. alcohol and U.S. history. Oh. So um, I I guess he's not a fan of. I'm, uh, to me, it feels like he's saying something about the, you know, the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe oh, yeah. I don't know. It's or hard just, to read that line. I, I, w- I would, I would agree with that. I think that that's probably what yeah. Or just like, like, oh, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to talk about when you're regarding U.S. history. <laughs> I mean, I think he just leaves it as like the whole of U.S. history to leave it as, at that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the funny thing is, you know, like the the kind of the previous verse having talked about segregation. Uh-huh. You know, and how and kind of Prince almost appealing to to people to kind of disregard race. It kind of feels like maybe there's something about civil rights that he's trying to get at. Yeah. But, you know, and then of course he says what is possibly one of my favorite lines this, on the entire album. This line is crazy. What's, what's to be expected is three, three minus, minus three. three, and then he just kind of casually goes, "Absolutely no." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, what oh, are you gonna Prince. do? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's great that we get this little kind of sum here for people who... I don't know. It just makes me laugh because it's such a kind of stupid line, but yeah. I just love I just love the way he delivers it. Uh, again, Prince has such confidence, you know, at this point that he can kind of deliver nonsense like this and people will be like, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Prince. Three minus three is absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I guess this whole... There's this kind of weird set of messages in here about, you know... Obviously, no one's going to say, uh, you know, that, that children shouldn't read. You know, obviously, it's an important thing. But at the same time, you know, television is not going to be the thing that stops children from reading. You know, I watched a ton of TV and read a load of books yeah. when I was a kid. Those two things are not mutually Yeah, exclusive. yeah, for sure. You know. It's kind of... Um, and, and I don't know where he gets the cuss part from because, you know, we're talking about a guy who on his previous album talked about having sex with his sister. Yeah. So, uh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about, Prince? Is a, is a lot of my questions on this album. But yeah, I, I... And then, of course, we go back, you know, the music actually kind of, at a certain point, drops out and we just get the, the drum beat and over the top of it, Prince is talking about how, you know, we need a new breed leader, stand up, organise... And, you know, and then, of course, he said he actually says rather than sings, I want to be in the new breed, stand up, organized. And then, you know, at the very end, we get the song turns into a completely different song for about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Where Prince says sexuality is all I ever need. And then, you know, kind of the refrain from the 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 end of the, the kind of the first verse and the music kind of drops out and we get that kind of drum kind of whip noise. And um, on the video, which is just Prince and, and, you know, what would become the revolution the year after, mm-hmm. just performing the song. At the very end, Prince takes off his kind of like shirt and just starts undressing and walking towards the camera. Yeah. And that's the end of the video is Prince kind of, as it fades out, just kind of topless and just saying the word sexuality at you. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the video. And that's kind of the end of the song as well. And it's from kind of like the start where Prince is like screaming and you've got all the, the kind of bass coming in and the guitars and the dr- to this ending where it's just Prince kind of whispering sexuality while he's stripping off. It's, yeah. it's such a kind of odd way to finish the song. The but. song kind of runs the whole, like it's the full Prince experience kind of in one song. 
You know, you got the you got the yeah. highs and the lows, the the one extreme to the other kind of. And it's it's interesting because um, when Prince did eventually perform this in later years, um, because you know he played it on the the controversy tour and the nineteen ninety nine tour, and then he kind of didn't play it for like fifteen years, mm-hmm. and then in two thousand seven, and again with the thirty one twenty one tour, he actually changed the title of the song to spirituality which doesn't quite scan as well as sexuality that, I, I still, that is really funny to me <laughs> just like it's 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 it does sound like a church trying to clean up a song so that they can sing it in front of the con- <laughs> congregation or something like that but i guess he's, he's still talking about the inventor of the accujack yeah. so i mean and i wonder how 15 years later if he was still against artificial animal insemination <laughs> enough to include that line i, d- I don't know it's I think the funny thing is, you know, um, I, I, like I say, Prince kind of got political, but at the same time, his politics were so kind of muddy and unfocused that you never quite know where he stood on certain yeah. things. And with this, it's like, okay, so later on, he changed the title to spirituality rather than sexuality. But at the same time, you're like, I don't know why he would do that because this song isn't particularly explicit or anything. Uh-huh. And he's already kind of like coming down on kids swearing and not reading and watching too much TV. Yeah, yeah. So it always it already feels like a kind of churchy song anyway. Just like at, at the point where it's inappropriate to say the word sexuality, I think that there's some kind of something <laughs> going on there. If it's Prince, especially. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would say uh, for this song, maybe four out of five. Yeah, yeah, that was I feel, I feel, it feels a little too unfocused to be like a five out of five. I would say like five. a four and a half, but I don't want to be, you know, that guy. I feel, I feel like there's enough experimentation and there's enough interesting ideas in here that if it had been, if this track had been on 1999, the album, as opposed to the B-side on the 12-inch, yeah. I feel like this track would have been 10 minutes long and each of the sections would have got a full airing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would have had that chant maybe for like three minutes and it would have, there would have been a bit more development of what the idea of the song is meant to be. As it is, it feels like Prince has crammed a lot into four minutes, basically. Yeah, I can see this doing um, re- really well in like a, it's going to be a beautiful night type of setting, you know, where it's like a, like a yeah. live performance that goes on a little bit longer than it may have been like, like choreographed to or what have you you know you got the audience singing along and stuff like that that may, like i said yeah it does make sense that prince has that kind of that chant because it's obvious that once he gets in front of an audience he knows that they're going to sing along to that for part. sure yeah uh you know and so that's that to me that's that's kind of like he has one eye already on the on the kind of stadium that is going to be full of prince fans and they're going to be singing along to this song uh it's almost a pity that he he basically stopped performing it after like 1982 and never brought it back um but yeah so i I, you know it's it's a it's a really good kind of like second song uh you know controversy um the opening the opening track which of course is a title track is such a kind of iconic song and Mm. so kind of big and and you know it's you kind of have to follow it up with something and i think this is an interesting follow-up to that because it you know it doesn't uh, I mean, to borrow a phrase, it kind of it zigs when you expect it yeah. to zag, and and you know it kind of it, it takes you in a slightly different direction to what you think the album's going to be about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Prince opens up talking about controversy and you know, am I black? Uh, you know, am I white? Am I straight? Am I gay? You know, like he's bringing all this kind of stuff up, and then for the second track, rather than kind of expanding on those ideas, he just goes in a completely yeah, different yeah, direction like hard and changes. Yeah changes tack completely to the point where if you're listening to the album you're like i don't know what he's going on about here but it sounds interesting you know <laughs> um, 
So, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that we can say about this. So, uh, you know, let's go to plugs if you have anything you wish to plug, Noah. Um, I'm on Twitter. You can uh, find me at I am the best Noah. Um, I also have uh, SoundCloud where I put music up sometimes. Uh, that's uh, SoundCloud. That's, uh, you can find that at Zeta Waves on SoundCloud. Is that with a Z or with an X? With a Z. Well, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us for I don't know why um, mm-hmm. at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Um, thank you very much for returning to be my guest here, Noah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>